Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hello, everyone. Hope you all had a great Memorial Day weekend. So um, (laughs) this is kind of a first since I started recording a podcast. Um, I normally prepare in advance if I know there's things going on, kind of do a batch of recordings. Uh, But I just did not make the time or have the time to do a batch recording or um, so this is literally the day of my release. Usually I do it at four in the morning on Pacific standard time. And right now it's almost 11 o'clock in the morning and I'm recording today's podcast that I'll release and I'll finish it all up within the hour and get it out there. But I'm being very gentle with myself because I got home last night. So um, Matt and I, for all of our marriage, since we've been back in Oregon, we go camping uh, with all of Matt's family and friends over um, on the coast in Oregon for Labor and Memorial Day. And um, we had a wonderful weekend. The weather was, it was cold, but it was so great because there was no rain in the Memorial Day before this one. It was just pouring rain all the time, super cold. But it was cold, but it was enjoyable because the sun came out and you sit and you talk and you eat and you laugh and you walk and you play games and you do traditions and the kids love being together and we sleep in a tent trailer. So we're in our tent trailer. And anyway, I got home, we got home last night at about seven 30. And so Monday night, and I was so tired. I just wanted to unpack everything, make sure the chickens were fed and watered, water all my plants and take a nice bath shower to get my hair, the smoke out of all my hair and go to get in my pajamas, pray and read with the kids and go to bed. So that's what I did. So I let myself not worry about getting that podcast out this morning but thank you for jumping on and thank you for being so supportive of me and listening to this podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, okay. This podcast title, um, is something that I've been, I've noticed over time, but it just, for some reason, this particular, a couple weeks ago or so, it just kind of stuck with me. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to pull up a few of the scripture stories or scriptures that I read that kind of back up this whole idea and just share some thoughts about it. So I want to just share that with you today. And it's really this concept of three times. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a chance to go and look through the scriptures um, about the number three, but there is so many things about three. And, um, I'm not like, I don't know if you remember, I did the fourth watch, which was, uh, something I'd learned years ago from, uh, I think his name is S Michael Wilcox. I'm, I gotta remember, I can't remember right now, but anyway, um, this whole thing about three, three times 
the number three, it's all over in the scriptures and you find it everywhere actually. And so it's fun when you're kind of thinking about it and you're reading, you're like, oh, 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 oh. So I wanted to share with you a few different scriptures that kind of reiterate this whole concept that I've been thinking a lot about, and then explain to you some of my thoughts about why, and then share something at the very end with you that came from the last general conference um, addresses. So the first thing that I thought about, and we actually happened to read with uh, Gannon last night in the scriptures from Come Follow Me, Matthew 26, and that's exactly um, one of the things I wanted to bring up. So the savior, he goes before he's crucified, he goes to Gethsemane and he's got, his disciples are with him and he says to them, sit here while I go and I pray yonder. So he had taken with him, Peter and two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be very sorrowful and very heavy. Um, then he saith unto them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death, tarry ye here and watch with me. So he's asked them to come and be with him during this very sorrowful, heavy time in his life. And then he goes off a little further and it says, he fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto his disciples and he findeth them asleep. And he said unto Peter, what could you have not watched for one hour? So he's like, Peter, couldn't you have stayed awake for just one hour? So he says, you know, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation for the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So then he goes off a second time and he's praised unto the father. And he says, Oh, my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy. So it's a second time that the savior's gone back. He sees that they're asleep. And he leaves them and he went away again and he prayed the third time. Now, this is in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he's saying the same words to the Father. Then, after that third time, he comes to his disciples and he says to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand and the Son of Man is betrayed in the hands of sinner. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that do death betray me. Okay. So the savior, three different times, he comes to them. They're tired. He comes back to them. They're sleeping. They're heavy. He comes back a third time. And then finally he says, okay, it's time to get going. So this whole short podcast is about, there's this process that happens three times. So I want you to think, so I'm, I, another one that I thought of was in, uh, first Nephi chapter three. So Nephi and his brothers, Laman, Lemuel, Sam, uh, they are all told by their father to go back to Jerusalem, to get the plates, to get the history of the people, to have the scriptures, to have that knowledge. And they go and they draw lots and Laman goes in to Laban but he doesn't get the plates a second time. They take all their gold, their silver, their precious things. They take them to Laban. They give them to Laban to say, Hey, you can have all this. Just give us the gold, the uh, brass plates. Sorry. I didn't think I said gold plates, but earlier, but I meant brass. So 
they're asking for them. Can you just give us the brass plates? And Laban, of course, chases them out, wants to kill them. And by this point, Laman and Lemuel are very, very angry and they want to kill Nephi and an angel comes and he stops it. And then third time Nephi goes to Laban and he's drunk. It's in the night and he is commanded to slay Laban. So there are three times where this process of going in, coming out, going in, coming out, going in, coming out. Now, Nephi, upon commandment, does that, and he also obtains the plates, obtains the sword of Laban, and he also obtains his friend Zoram, who's a true friend to him. So there are those three times of trying again, trying again, trying again. Then um, I thought about the Savior when he appears to the Nephites, and three different times they hear his voice, but they don't understand it. So in third Nephi chapter 10, it says, and it came to pass that while they were thus conversing one with another, they heard a voice as if it were out of, came out of heaven and they cast their eyes round about for they understood not the voice, which they heard. And it was not a harsh voice. Neither was it a loud voice. Nevertheless, and notwithstanding it being a small voice, it did pierce them that did hear to the center. And so much that there was no part of their frame that it did not cause to quake. Yea, it did pierce them to the very soul and did cause their hearts to burn. So they hear this voice. They're talking to each other. They hear a voice. It's not a harsh voice. It's a small voice. That's the first time. And it came to pass that again, they heard the voice and they understood it not. So a second time they hear the voice, but they don't understand it. And then in verse five, it says, and again, the third time they did hear the voice and did open their ears to hear it. And their eyes were towards the sound thereof. And they did look steadfastly towards heaven from whence the sound came and behold, the third time they did understand the voice, which they heard. And it said unto them, behold, my beloved son and whom I am well-pleased and whom I have glorified my father, hear ye him. So it took the third time for them to understand the voice that they had heard. So here again, you have the savior coming to the people on the American continent and he is, they can hear the voice, but they don't understand the voice and they can hear the voice again, but they don't understand the voice. But then the third time they do understand the voice and the father says, behold, my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So it took three times for them to understand that voice. So with Nephi, Laman, Lemuel, and Sam, it took them three times to obtain the plates that their father had asked them to go and get. And with the savior, he had asked them to wait with him. And it was three times of him coming and going, coming and going. When he finally said, it's time, let's go rise up. Here we go. Now the last one. And again, you can find these, these, for some reason, there's something with the three, with the repetition. And I'll talk about that a little in just a minute, but the last one that I want to share with you is from the book of Samuel first Samuel chapter three. So if you remember, Hannah has this baby 
child, Samuel, and she's older. And so she gives him to the Lord after she weans him. And as in, in verse one of first Samuel chapter three, it says, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli and the word of the Lord was precious in those days. And it came to pass at that time that Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And so they go to bed and all of a sudden the Lord calls Samuel and Samuel answers, here am I. And so Samuel runs to Eli and he says, I'm here. I am. And he says, you called me. Samuel says this to Eli and he said, I called not. So Eli says, no, I didn't call you go back to bed. And so Samuel goes and lies down. And the Lord calls yet again, Samuel and Samuel arises. And when he goes to Eli, he says, here I am. And he says, you called me. And Eli perceiving that the Lord had called the child. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Sorry. Not yet. Not yet. At the time he says, go down, go lie down. I didn't call you. So Eli tells him that again. A son, I didn't call you, go lay down. So Samuel at that time did not know that it was the Lord calling him. And, and it also says in the scriptures that neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And so the Lord calls Samuel again, the third time. And it says this in verse eight, the Lord called Samuel again, the third time. And he arose up and he went to Eli and said, here am I for thou didst call me. So he goes to him three times saying, you've called me. And then Eli perceives that the Lord has called the child. And so Eli says to Samuel, go lie down and it shall be, if he call thee, thou shalt speak and say, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as it, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel, then Samuel answered, speak for thy servant heareth. So here is Samuel who it took three times to recognize that it was the Lord's voice communicating with him. And he then says, Lord, here am I. Now you will probably think of a whole bunch of things that this idea, this concept of the third time, you know, the Lord goes to his disciples three times. Uh, the Nephites hear the voice three times. Laman and Lamuel go into Jerusalem three different times. Samuel doesn't recognize the, the voice of the Lord. It takes Eli to say, look, it's the Lord. When he calls you again, that third time, you know, if he calls you again, answer him. And so these are the things that I thought about when we experience repetition, because I know in my life, I've had a prompting to do something, or I have felt inspired to do something, but I fail at it, or it doesn't go how I thought, or it's, I struggle with it. I struggle to emotionally stay awake. Like the disciples, they were physically tired, but I, sometimes I'm emotionally tired, but these of the lessons that I have learned about, you know, this process of three times is we get insight in the repetition. So it's a repetition. It's happening 
We figure out another way to make it work. We figure out another way to listen to the Lord. We figure out that there are things that we still don't understand. It encourages us to trust in the Lord. This three times, you they finally come to a place, all of them, where they trust in the Lord. Nephi, having gone in the third time and getting Zoram and the plates, made him trust and see that God, that the Savior was leading them by the hand and guiding them. Um, Samuel, the same thing. He began to then trust in the Lord because Eli said, look, that's the Lord's voice. Listen to it. So it builds trust in us. It also humbles us because sometimes we think our way, we go in to try something that first time and it doesn't work. Go in the second time, it doesn't work. And I can recall times in mine and Matt's life where, for example, when he was applying to become an administrator, you know, we would try to, we'd apply to, he would apply to a job and we would think, oh, this is great. And then as time would go on and nothing would happen and he would apply for another job, we learned different things that we could do to add or make, make the application uh, better or, um, you know, the Lord definitely knew where he wanted to put us. And so it was a process for us to trust and learn and humble ourselves. Another thing that I feel like this third time, like coming the third time, it lets God prevail in our lives. It allows him to do the work that he needs to do and helps us hopefully that we trust in him and trust that he will guide our steps and do with us and let us be instrument in his hands. It gives us insight that we didn't have before. So can you imagine that, um, can you imagine that, um, the insight that Samuel, that Nephi, that the disciples of Christ, that the Nephites got from trying to recognize that voice or stay awake and be with him in that suffering. There are things that gave them that helped them that they didn't know before. Also, another thing that I feel like this repetition of these three times is it prepares us for possibly something that could happen in the future. We could be going through this experience of repetition until finally there's something that we had to experience to help somebody in the future or something that we needed to learn to help us in the future. So there's always lessons that can be understood about this concept of three times. Okay, so I just want to share with you, last general conference, there was a talk by Elder Carl B. Cook, and the talk was called Just Keep Going with Faith. And I really loved, I love this portion of it specifically, and I thought it fit really well with these scriptures that I've shared with you and this thoughts that I've had. So he was asked to go to a state conference and Elder uh, Packer, now, you know, President Packer, he um came and he was presiding and, um, he got up in the state conference and he emphasized that the meetings needed to be guided by the Holy ghost. And when he said that he turned and said, we'll hear from elder cook. So on the way up to the pulpit, he turns to other president Packer, elder Packer, and he asks him how much time do you want me to take? And he's told take 15 minutes and just carry on as you feel inspired. So um, Elder Cook, Carl B. Cook, he takes 15, 14 minutes and he shares everything that he has on his mind. 
So then President Packer stands up again and he talks for another 15 minutes and he shares a scripture. And then he, um, he says, okay, after he talks again, that, that time, he says, we will hear from elder cook. So elder cook gets up that second time and he's a little shocked. And in his mind, he had never considered the possibility that he would be asked to speak twice in one meeting. So he didn't have anything on his mind. And while he was there, he was praying fervently that the Lord would help him and give him a thought, a scripture, or give him something to talk about for 15 minutes. So he says in this talk that he sat down totally exhausted. So that was the second time. Then President Packer gets up again and he speaks for 15 minutes and he shares another scripture. Um, he, he talks about the spirit. And then as you can imagine, this is what elder cook said. I was overwhelmed when he was impressed to say for the third time, we will now hear, hear from elder cook. So by this time, elder cook says I was empty. I had nothing. I knew it was time to exercise more faith. Slowly, I made my way up to the pulpit, pleading to God for help. As I stepped up to the microphone, the Lord miraculously blessed me to somehow give another 15-minute message. The meeting finally ended, but I quickly realized that the adult session would start in one hour. Oh no, like Zoram, I sincerely wanted to run, but just as Nephi caught him, I knew President Packer would catch me. So... After the conference, President Packer says to Elder Cook, Carl B. Cook, let's do it again sometime. And so what I thought that really emphasized well is here was this meeting that Elder Cook was asked to stand up these three times. And there's so much that he learned from that process of repetition and having to experience relying upon the Lord, trusting that something would come to his mind knowing that there was a lesson to be learned in all of this. And at the end um, of his talk, this is what he said. Do you know what I'm grateful for? That I didn't give up or resist. If I had given up on my desperate desire to escape from those meetings, I would have missed an opportunity to increase my faith and receive a rich outpouring of love and support from my heavenly father. I learned of his mercy, the miraculous enabling power of Jesus Christ and his atonement and the powerful influence of the Holy Ghost. In spite of my weakness, I learned that I can serve. I can contribute when the Lord is by my side if I just keep going with faith. Regardless of the size, scope, and seriousness of the challenge we face in life, we all have times when we feel like stopping, leaving, escaping, or possibly giving up. But exercising faith in our Savior, Jesus Christ, helps us overcome discouragement, no matter what obstacles we encounter. Just as the Savior finished the work he was given to do, he has the power to help us finish the work that we have been given. We can be blessed to move forward along the covenant path, no matter how rocky it becomes, and eventually receive eternal life. So from this process of repetition and repeatedly giving up, are getting up, he learned that he didn't resist. He got up there. He knew that the tender mercies of the Lord would provide for him thoughts, words, insight to share with those that were in the meeting. And so, you know what? 
don't ever give up on yourself. If things are frustrating, if you keep trying something and it's not quite working, it's okay. Don't stop. You know, Nephi didn't stop. His brothers didn't stop. They kept going. Um, Samuel, he kept getting up, going to Eli and saying, Hey, what's up? You calling me? <laughs> like, keep going, keep going. And that's what I felt like thinking about this whole concept of three times is that we just need to keep going and not give up. And um, the prophet Joseph Smith said, stand fast, ye saints of God, hold on a little while longer, and the storm of life will be passed, and you will be rewarded by what God, by that God whose servants you are. Thank you so much for listening. I hope all of you have a wonderful day. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.